0: in Heart Journal, Case Reports 2020, podcast episode 25. I am Katie Thomas, podcast editor. Today I'll be talking about a case report by Gregoire Albenk, Johan Bobot, Quentin Delpierre and Christophe Thiboy from Amiens, France, titled Basal-Takotsubo Syndrome with Transient Severe Microregurgitation Caused by Drug Use, a case report. Takotsubo syndrome is an acute and largely reversible form of cardiomyopathy with distinctive echocardiographic appearances, and is usually preceded by a stressful trigger. A 31-year-old lady was admitted to hospital following an intentional overdose of cocaine, benzodiazepine, and methadone. She had no past medical history. On examination, she had a reduced conscious level and low respiratory rate, and was admitted to intensive care and given naloxone. Following this, her neurological status improved. However, she subsequently developed pulmonary edema. Basal Takotsubo syndrome was suspected following a transthoracic echocardiogram, which revealed left ventricular systolic dysfunction with basal akinesia and apical hyperkinesia, associated with moderate to severe mitral regurgitation. Global longitudinal strain was impaired, primarily in the basal segments, a CTCA ruled out coronary artery disease. The patient was given intravenous diuretics and clinically improved, and was switched to all frusamide after several days. A transthoracic echo on day 6 revealed improved basal wall contraction, a left ventricular ejection fraction of 50%, and moderate mitral regurgitation. A transthoracic echo on day 30 showed complete recovery of her LVEF, normalisation of wall movement and global longitudinal strain, and resolution of her mitral regurgitation. Following these findings, the patient's frizomide was discontinued. Takotsubo syndrome was first described in 1990. It is an acute and largely reversible form of heart failure. Its initial presentation can be similar to both ST elevation and non-ST elevation MI, and indeed around 1% of ACS presentations are ultimately diagnosed as Takotsubo syndrome. Takatsubo syndrome is so-called due to the similarity in appearance of the left ventricle at end systole to Japanese octopus pots. Takatsubo meaning octopus pot. It has been described in the literature by many names, including broken heart syndrome, apical ballooning syndrome, and stress-induced cardiomyopathy, but is usually known as either takatsubo syndrome or takatsubo cardiomyopathy. Unlike most cardiomyopathies, however, there is a high degree of reversibility, and the majority of patients tend to regain normal LV function. The pathophysiology of Takotsubo syndrome is complex and not fully understood. It seems related to sympathetic stimulation, usually from endogenous or exogenous catecholamines. There is usually a stressful trigger, but this is not always the case. Serum catecholamine levels are often high. The majority of patients are female, 90%, and 80% are more than 50 years old. Patients with Takotsubo syndrome typically present with acute chest pain, breathlessness and palpitations, which can be due to sinus tachycardia or arrhythmia. There can also be pulmonary edema, presyncope, syncope, severe left ventricular outflow tract obstruction or cardiogenic shock. The complications of Takotsubo syndrome can be fatal. The initial ECG is rarely normal, with more than 95% of patients having abnormalities ST changes such as ST elevation or deep T-wave inversion are seen most commonly, but there can also be left bundle branch block, QT prolongation, and Q waves. Cardiac enzymes are raised, but can often be disproportionately low considering the extent of myocardium affected. BNP, or brain natriuretic peptide, is usually significantly elevated. This presentation therefore often leads to management as per an ACS pathway, However, in those stable patients where the patient is pain-free and echocardiography is typical for Takotsubo, evaluation of the coronary arteries by CTCA can be considered. The coronary arteries of these patients are usually unobstructed, though there can be bystander disease. Echocardiographic appearances are classically of apical ballooning, with left ventricular outflow tract obstruction, sometimes with RV involvement and transient mitral regurgitation. More than one coronary artery territory is usually affected. Diagnosis of Takotsubo syndrome can be challenging, and there exist several different versions of diagnostic criteria. There is no worldwide consensus, but the Mayo Clinic diagnostic criteria are the most widely known. Criteria often include the characteristic echo appearance, a stressful trigger beforehand, ECG abnormalities, and raised cardiac biomarkers, troponin or BNP. The presence of coronary artery disease is not a contraindication to the diagnosis of Takotsubo syndrome, but should not be the culprit. Variations of Takotsubo syndrome exist, and even in the same patient, a recurrence of Takotsubo syndrome can occur as a different anatomical variant. However, patients that suffer from atypical syndrome do seem to be younger, with lower BNP values and a less impaired left ventricle. The commonest form of taketsubo is the apical form, which is present in around fifty to eighty percent of cases. The next two commonest variants are basal or inverted takotsubo, and mid-left ventricular (MLV) variant. Basal takotsubo causes circumferential basal hyperkinesia and apical hypercontractility. MLV causes circumferential mid-ventricular hyperkinesia and both basal and apical hypercontractility. Rarer variants are of biventricular apical dysfunction, dysfunction sparing the apical tip, and isolated right ventricular Takotsubo syndrome. In all variants, more than one coronary artery territory is typically affected. Though the majority of patients with Takotsubo syndrome present with their acute cardiac symptoms, a subset of patients present with secondary Takotsubo syndrome following hospitalisation for another condition. In these patients, sudden activation of the sympathetic nervous system, or a rise in catecholamines, precipitates an acute Takotsubo syndrome as a complication of the primary condition or its treatment. There have also been cases of iatrogenic Takotsubo syndrome, such as following dobutamine stress echocardiography. As of yet, there have been no randomised controlled trials regarding the management of Takotsubo syndrome. During hospitalisation, care should be supportive while awaiting recovery of function. In severe cases where there is cardiogenic shock and circulatory failure, mechanical support should be considered. All patients should receive follow-up, regardless of severity, with repeat cardiac imaging. Once LV function has recovered, ACE inhibitors and beta blockers can be stopped. There is no consensus regarding long-term follow-up of these patients. Some have persistent cardiac symptoms despite resolution of ejection fraction and regional wall motion abnormalities. Further investigations in this case to exclude other cardiac abnormalities are advised. Patients may also have recurrence of Takatsubo syndrome. In a meta-analysis, beta blockers had no effect on recurrence rate. Psychological counselling may be useful in patients with high anxiety states given the role of a stressful trigger in Takatsubo syndrome. The authors suggest the following learning points. The basal form of Takatsubo syndrome can cause acute pulmonary edema by left ventricular dysfunction and acute restrictive mitral regurgitation related to akinesia of the basal walls. The use of coronary computed tomography is informative in young patients to rule out coronary artery disease. Measuring strain by speckle tracking can be useful to diagnose and monitor Takotsubo syndrome. Thank you to the authors of this case report for highlighting this interesting case for us. And thank you for listening to European Heart Journal Case Reports podcasts. References in the original case report are available online. Visit academic.oup.com forward slash EHJCR for other interesting case reports. Music is Computer by StateShirt.